0: Right now it's about 12 degrees, uh, a little warmer for Deputy Mayor Keith Hull because he is wearing his, proudly wearing, his Toronto Maple Leafs hockey jersey. Keith, I never thought you were that big a Leafs fan.
1: Uh, Good morning, John. Great to be here. Uh, It's all a a good practical joke that I'm playing on my (laughs) colleague, Councilor Madigan, who's (laughs) sitting beside me. Councilor
0: Madigan, great to have you here. You are giving him the death stare. Death stare.
2: This, you know, I woke up this morning, I was very excited to come on the show with Keith. I went down to the store. Uh, uh, made Keith a wonderful americano, brought it here, and he comes in smiling, wearing this Leafs jersey. He said he won it at a golf tournament that we were at a couple weeks ago. Yes. I firmly believe he uh, lost it in the uh, and, now has, and now has to wear it. Well, as a uh, but Leafs I will give, fan, I will, I will give him credit because he is not a Leafs fan, <laughs> and he did this one hundred percent just, just to, to get you, get me. No, That's I, right,
0: I can so. appreciate that. Thank you. All right. Uh, We have uh, quite a bit to talk about. Well, first of all, let's get some uh, of the uh, housekeeping out of the way. Uh, We've been talking for some time about uh, a new little waste collection thing that's coming up uh, for clothes. Um, Yes. Uh, So maybe
1: two things. One is that, uh, again... Uh, County of Simcoe looks after waste management for the town of Collingwood. Uh, They have recently released uh, an online app that uh, people can download through Google Play or through Apple. And I would encourage people to do so. The app is fantastic. tells you you can actually get alerts as to your day of garbage collection what week, uh, you know, the collection is, whether it's uh, a waste management simply for the blue bin and the green bin, or if it's a a week that includes yard waste, that type of thing. Uh, I noticed on Monday morning when driving around that unfortunately a number of people had uh, brown bags out, and this is not a week for yard waste. We do have a couple of weeks in July, but uh, not uh, during the month of June. Uh, But more importantly, uh, Monday, this coming Monday, it's once a year, and every uh, door in the county, or I should say in the town, but in the county. Received uh, an envelope, and inside was a pink bag and uh, We encourage residents to any unused clothing to uh, put in the bag, put it out at the curb, and they will uh, recycle it for you. Um, we all think that by dropping off uh, clothing at some of these blue bins, etc, around town that they 're going to charity uh, some of it does, but the reality is that the county statistics indicate that about eighty five percent of uh, clothing actually ends up in Landville mm. and if we can do our part to divert this it would be greatly appreciated so
0: this coming Monday
1: pink bags at the curb please
0: keep your eye on the jersey or uh, Madigan will have it in <laughs> that's, the right. Pink bag that's right button. yes uh, that's yeah, an excellent initiative and, and great to see that happen we're getting some pretty excellent service I know it was a couple of years ago that we switched over the the waste management and there was a big contract and we got you know consistent Mondays which is has been working out Uh are you still pleased with it from a, from a county level? Uh, I think from the county perspective, we're very pleased. Uh,
1: we are uh, entering uh, contract negotiations for the next cycle. Um, I know that there's a concern with uh, within the community specific actually to our downtown core mm-hmm. um, as it relates to Monday pickup that some of the businesses and services aren't open. Uh, so they have to Saturday, leave the Saturday, stuff Sunday. out. Yeah. yeah, and so that's something that uh, Mayor Anderson and I would like to uh, address mm-hmm. on behalf of the community and the BIA uh, at the county level
0: fantastic uh, one of the things that's on the website uh, is uh, you've been asking for input on what to do with some of the uh, some of the monies raised from some of the high sales that we've done. Uh, Bob Madigan, uh, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, do you have any ideas of what uh, some of this uh, profits from the asset sales and, and where that money should go?
2: Well, that's a great question. And I think uh, myself, along with uh, the other eight of us that sit around that table, really want to hear from the public. right? Um, and uh, we've launched this wonderful uh, survey. Uh, we launched it May 13th, and we already have 600 responses. Um, which is fantastic mm-hmm. to, because to engage people in this very busy time of almost season crossover and cleaning out their garages and getting their lawns maintained is fantastic. Because the cannabis survey only had a total of seven hundred responses. I'm looking at Deputy Mayor seven hundred responses, and I think at six hundred uh, closing June thirtieth, we're, we're gonna we're gonna get a lot more. So this is the public's chance to let us know, sitting around that table, what you would like to do with the money that is. Uh, wholeheartedly yours
0: just to give people an idea some of the things that they they could in it could be investing in infrastructure it could be
2: paying down debt it could be uh creating a program it could be and i'll let keith um take over after this it will be whatever you want to advise mm-hmm. us that you would like if you would like water parks all over Collingwood well, let us know that if you would like waste collection every day let us know that this isn't a specific where we tell you your choices right. this isn't a menu right this is your opportunity to go on and put in under the other comment of what you would like to see with it so I know that there's there's uh, in the community in the arts community there's a push for that and uh, parks and rec is huge engagement on our website that's just launched mm-hmm. so now you can go on it on your phone on your ipad mm-hmm. rather than just uh your, lap, uh, your laptop, your, PC, or your home yeah. PC, yeah. So uh, Deputy Mayor? Um, well, Councillor Madigan's uh, correct. And uh, what
1: we'd love to see between now and the end of uh, the month is that uh, we boost that number of 600 simply because it would give us a better context of maybe the flavor of what people are interested in, where they'd like to see the money directed. Um, But it's also important to note that this is step one. Uh, We, uh, through the the CAO and through the members of council, will be doing further uh, consultation in a um, live public format, Uh, similar to probably the the process that was used a number of years ago when we were looking at uh, a multi-use facility. Uh, back in 2003, and of course, back in 2011, I, uh, 12, I think it was. Um, so the, again, encourage people to you know check out uh, uh, the survey, complete it, give us a sense of sort of your top priorities uh, from a macro perspective. That will then create the framework of maybe sort of key you know areas that we should be looking at, and then we'll be uh, going out to the public for more broader consultation on a on a public one on one. Or group format, I should
0: say. Sounds uh, is, good. Yeah. yeah. Go on to the website. You can get a link to it at thepeakfm.com. Uh, wanted to ask you about, I had a, a chance to, uh, with the beautiful weather last weekend, my son and I went for a walk down the trails, and boy, we have great trails in Collingwood. Un- unbelievable. But we managed to meander our way to the uh, the new Gathering Circle. My first time to actually spend some quality time there. It is gorgeous. It is absolutely gorgeous. It's, uh,
1: it's a really, it's a beautiful addition. And- I think what's really exciting about the gathering circle, John, is that it's um, it's a it's a found it's the foundation of what's to come within that particular area of the Harborview Park. Right. Uh, you know, as identified in the waterfront master plan, there will be additional um, amenities uh, that will make up that particular area. So it's it's as I said, the foundation. But uh, this summer, uh, starting June the eighteenth at uh, seven o'clock, there is going to be a series. Um, specific to uh, specifically to uh, honor our indigenous past, and in fact, on the eighteenth uh, uh, in honor of uh, national indigenous people 's uh, day, um, this series will commence and it 's to to celebrate uh, water themed um, heritage i guess of the indigenous uh, community and uh, there are the seven pillars, and I believe that there will be seven weeks that uh, speak to th- those different um, uh, pasts and I would really encourage people who have an interest in, in the aboriginal uh, community the heritage uh, the reasoning for this significant structure at the harbor
0: to uh, to join us uh, again seven o 'clock starting on the 18th of june. Let's uh, that that sounds great. And again, I encourage everyone to get, take, get involved in that. Let's talk about it. It is coming up the twenty fifth annual Collingwood Elvis Festival, uh, the final one for at least the town being the owner operator of the festival. Uh, Bob, how, what do you feel about this? Are, are you happy to see the direction the, the the town's taking with the festival?
2: Oh, absolutely. And it was uh, it, it was a unanimous vote the other night, and it was a vote before that we realized that um, it, it's been twenty five years. It's been a great 25 years, but it's time to let somebody else maybe give it a go. Uh, It it taxes the resources, but the community... um at large loves it we get travelers from all over the place um, and i want to say that this year uh, tickets are in hot commodity you must get them this is the 25th year uh, we've put it out to tender uh, no we did not we put it out to mm-hmm. option for people to come uh, and and see if they would like to do it after us but this is going to be a fantastic event this is i, I think it's going to be the best i love the way dean uh, and his staff have kind of transitioned the festival into a smaller more intermittent interactive downtown uh, and last year uh, arguably was the best uh, layout that i've ever seen yeah um, and, and being a music store owner, uh, for the last 28 years, I, I was around before the Elvis festival yep. and I've seen how it's changed. Uh, and I really love the, the, the way our town staff has, uh, let the uh, councilor take credit for it because it's tremendous. It's a great event, brings uh, lots of communities, the Elvis community to Collingwood, as well as just day travelers.
0: What's the status on on when the options will be chosen, who's going to take over it? I understand there could be as many as three three parties interested in this. When does the decision get made? Will it get made before the festival so that the transition gets done smoothly? Yeah,
1: so I, I think the answer, John, is not we don't, really no. right it's going to be done though through a permitting process so uh, applicants can uh, come forward to uh, the municipality to park track and culture and they'll they'll basically go through a vetting process in order to get a permit unlike not unlike any other event that's mm-hmm. uh, within the community that's uh, privately run right and quite frankly they'll have to meet certain criteria and, uh, Councillor Madigan, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe, specific to this event, that whoever is successful in poten- potentially taking it over, not only do they have to meet criteria with the municipality, but they also have to meet criteria through uh, the Elvis. Uh, and uh, the name is escaping me, but the Elvis EP Enterprises. Thank you. Yeah, right. no,
2: exactly. What. Um, The choice that council had to make was whether we we put this to RFP, which was request for proposal, to go out there and and get some applicants. But if we did, then we as the town would still have to manage the festival. Right. And that's what um, some of want to get out of. That's what we want to get out of. So what this will do is the the staff now can set the criteria to vet um, these people, and it can be set uh, quite high to make sure that the continuity of the festival continues. Mm. But first and foremost, they must obtain... A license from Elvis Presley Enterprises. Because yeah,
0: quite frankly, the only thing the town has to give is that weekend. <laughs> well, I mean, you you don't own the Elvis name. The, the, the festival is a festival. Anyone can, can get an agreement with EPE and do a festival wherever they want. Um, but having that weekend and being able to close down streets and designate areas, that's what you guys have control over. Yeah, I, I think that that's one
1: component. The other is that we definitely have a, an intellectual property right. uh, asset. a brand. A brand uh, that we can certainly convey. And I know that as part of the presentation from PRC staff, they were adamant that they would be more than happy to work with whoever was successful to ensure that uh, if there is a 26th uh elvis festival that it is very well run and uh, a
0: quality event I mean, yeah that's the, that's what everyone wants Yeah, i mean the challenge we have is despite whether the town the, the municipality is going to be involved in it our name's on it so whoever runs it it's going to represent our community anyway
2: yeah, no matter what, you can have 25 years of owning a hockey team and the new right. owners, <laughs> the old owners are still going to be represented because they're still going to be stopped in the street, stopped at <laughs> Loblaws and say, hey, man, why did you trade that guy? Right. Uh, but what we we have three applicants uh, that I know as of now, uh, which were arguably unsolicited, but two of them are extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it's, it's, it's a great opportunity, but our staff would work as hard with – the potential applicants as they would on a butter tart festival or as they would right. on a cider festival. Sure. Uh, our PRC staff, we last uh, 2018, we had 104 special event license <laughs> put out there. <laughs> 104 in 52 weeks. That's two special events. That's fantastic. Yeah. And our staff worked very, very hard to accommodate them. And you never really hear any blips, any, any anything negative. No, nope. nope. you know, nope. we've had some worldwide festivals in Collingwood, wake stock, Elvis fest and now we're starting to uh to go our own way with our side launch festival which is just uh the chart is unmeasurable on how high the success of that one is
0: yeah and it and as a lot of people are saying hey if we're going to drop the Elvis fest we need to replace it with something we need to keep that growth
2: I you know what when people say that I don't want to I, I, I I don't like the word replaced. You can't replace something of excellence. Sure. You just have to maybe focus on some other parts of your, your festival life. Yeah. So we have the the winter festival, we have the side launch festival, which really goes to the active lifestyle Mm -hmm. in in our community. Keith. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I wouldn't say
1: uh, replaced on. And I also, in paying respect to those who created the event 25 years ago, um, even prior to the municipality getting involved, the, the town of Collingwood and the economy, in particular, of the town were, were very different than they are today. Sure, and you know, so with respect to those who started it, they were looking at creating a void within the summer, mm-hmm. trying to create an economic stimulus. And quite frankly, they did a fantastic job. Absolutely, um, but I think we do recognize that today, uh, whatever summer weekend from June right through to probably uh, Thanksgiving weekend, uh, the community is filled with events from Wasaga Beach in the east right through the town of the mm-hmm. mountains. And uh, it it doesn't have the same need in that respect because we've had such an entrepreneurial community create event after event after event, as Councillor Madigan just mentioned, the number of permits that we alone are issuing. Right. Um, So the rationale for us as a municipality being involved isn't quite the same as when it was first created. Uh, The continuity in ensuring the quality of the event is critical, and, Mm -hmm. and I know staff will do a great job. But, um, it, you know, it, it's a very different climate. And, and I think we are we all recognize that during the summer months, uh, there's no shortage of activities to do, um, you know, from a recreational to an entertainment perspective.
2: And in regards, to be honest, all around Ontario, the festival right. uh, in Ontario have just gone through the roof where, mm-hmm. where 25 years ago, there really wasn't a lot to do. You had a couple of music festivals, you know, one in Owen Sound. One in Guelph, I think there was one down there. But now there's a music festival, it seems, every weekend. Sure, you can tour every weekend. You can tour every festival. weekend and see some really, really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's the competition as well. We've got a demographic that um, unfortunately isn't being replaced with a younger demographic. Right, I grew right. up listening to Elvis. I, I, he is still the king to me. But my kids don't think so.
0: They don't have the same attachment.
2: No, no, no. no, no. They didn't have to grow up watching CFTR or (laughs) or, uh, watching the Elvis or CKVR, watching the Elvis (laughs) movies every Sunday thinking, okay, well, this guy's cool because he's always on television.
0: Let's Uh, just finish up with uh, just sort of reminder that a lot of people forget that we have an excellent museum in our town. And uh, this is usually the time people, uh, tourists are stopping by. But uh, I encourage locals to get involved in that.
1: Uh, yes. Um, in fact, we've got a specific event. And uh, Saturday, uh, June the 22nd, uh, a, Toronto, a Toronto podcaster by the name of uh, Sebastian Major um, is uh, hosting an event, or there's an event being hosted at the museum called Lend Me Your Ears, and uh, talking about new public history. And this is something that, uh, you know, we would encourage people to get out, check it mm. out. Uh, there is an admission for, uh, for this particular event. Okay. Uh, it's $5. Um, if I could just bounce from that to the library very quickly, Yes. Uh, another great asset within the community, just to simply let people know that the library will be closed this Friday, right. reopening on Saturday. Uh, they're doing an internal reorganization of furniture, etc., And, uh, that's the need for the closure on Friday.
0: All right. Um, uh, Mr. Madigan, uh, let's talk uh, urban forestry.
2: Thank you very much. Uh, I'm going to sidetrack to go to talk about the engage callingwood.ca app. So we've got a couple, uh, a couple surveys up there, as well as the asset sale, we have surveys about uh, our wonderful tree canopy. Uh, and we need to replace some trees that are going to be coming down. Right. So I really want people to go on there until June 30th and let us know. Uh, there's a lot of trees that are marked with uh, X's, um, a- emerald ash borer. We need to uh, figure out how we're going to replace those and what people want them replaced with. And we just had a very interesting uh, uh, opportunity at council the other night where somebody is going to donate 1000 Uh, potentially a thousand trees potentially a thousand trees to the community and they're not twigs i I don't know why i'm using my hand because we're not on television deputy mayor
1: yeah i'm I'm smiling because i'm thinking of Councilor mcleod who was like okay was it this big or is it this big um yeah these are these are more than just saplings these are more than saplings These, these
2: are guaranteed trees and uh I really want the people to get out there and go on this because this is very important because through uh, Director Culver, we asked what it would cost the town of Collingwood taxpayer money to, to replace miles. a tree. Yeah. And he said on average it was $450 <sighs> a tree. So wow. this is an opportunity to get 1,000 trees that put could potentially cost us $450 each through wow. a wonderful donation to the town of Collingwood. So please get out there. Go on and uh And check out all of our surveys. This is why we put it up there. We want communication to be better. We want it to be easier. We want you to be able just to go on there and have your questions answered uh, when sometimes uh, some of the counselors that you're reaching out to maybe don't have the time or don't have the answers. Mm -hmm. I I don't want to speak for Keith, but it's funny. We get stopped places a lot of times. And I know Keith takes the exact same way as I take. Uh, (laughs) I'm like a librarian. The, the the answer is in there. I just have to go find, find it, it. <laughs> because we always don't know the answers that we get asked. Absolutely. Um, so I just have one question before we go, and I hope that Deputy Mayor has this. I just want the answer to why have you not burned that jersey yet? I think that I would. I will use the word replace, and I would like 2020 to be the first annual Keith Hull. Burn a Leafs jersey. Burn a Leafs jersey, oh, and no. I will get money from the Trillium Fund. I will bring people up here. Right, right. Well, thank you for setting me up for
0: a potential
1: lynching. You, fans fans and and know, you exactly. don't get my vote, gentlemen. You don't get my vote.
0: I bleed blue and white, so uh, I'm sorry, guys.
2: That's a that's a shame. Keith is a wonderful Montreal Canadiens <sighs> fan, and I admire him for that. All they right. have won the most, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I am a Boston Bruins fan. They won the cup in '72, the year I was born, and I got to see another one. Will we see another one this Tonight, year? Potentially, I think we will. Maybe. But a reminder, bleeding blue and white. So I would say that you would love this. When, when, when was the last time that they Keith? Well, I know? want to
0: thank uh, Deputy Mayor Keith Hall <laughs> and, <laughs> and Councillor Bob Madigan for joining us here at Talk of the Town.